Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the After Hours Live for the Man Cage. This is your host, Tay Wiggs. This is your co-host, Mark Senior. All right, let's get straight to it. First and foremost, the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors. From the scale of 1 to 10, that game was a 10. That game was awesome. But first, before I start talking about the game, I do want to send my thoughts and prayers out to Kevin Durant. The injury was pretty nasty. I said it before. I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to say it again. I thought that Kevin Durant should never step on the floor and play basketball. Just I knew the significance of the injury. They say it was a calf muscle strain at the first time. But I knew deep down inside if he got back out there and played basketball. Remember, he hasn't played basketball in a month and probably in a couple of days. When they say when Jalen Rose came on TV, he said, "Hey, he had a practice and it looked it didn't look that well." So no. All right, he was a pretty. He was on that right away. Like the the game and game fire when he did. You said he was, they calling it a calf, but you was like, yeah, it looks more like an Achilles to me. So he was on that right yeah. away. I knew it was an Achilles. Achilles tendon, because I knew the first time he did the cab muscle, the cab muscle jumping went down. I said, okay, he got a strained cab muscle, but he can still walk on it. I said, that's a good thing. I said, no, I said, if he go out there and play on it, I said, the, the chances of him injuring that again would be like, a, I said, like a, either an eight or a nine or a ten chance he's going to get out there hurt. I said, then I'm definitely mad at the situation how he got hurt because I feel like when Boogie came back from injury, that man only played six minutes of basketball. I know people say right. the quad and the tendon is different, but at the at the end of the day, you need your legs and your feet to move up and down the court. You don't got that. Feel, you can't do that no basketball. That, right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like from the medical staff trying to rush Kevin Durant back. I know he's a warrior, not because he plays for a team. He's a warrior. He's a ball player. He lead, he lives, he breathes, and he sleeps basketball. He eats basketball at the same time. Just a competitive spirit. But I knew, but I'm going to say, now I knew, I know someone. I know his mom told him, probably say, hey, look, listen here, son. Don't go out there and try to play and hurt yourself. I know his agent is livid. I know his agent say, look, Kevin, can't go out there and play. We don't want to jeopardize. We're about to go on this summer. So he may still get signed by our team. Bob Myers came to the podium, started crying and stuff like that. Um, to my, you know, it's his fault. Kevin Durant is a basketball junkie and all this stuff. And all that stuff. If it, if, now you want to say it's your fault. You're the GM. You're the next closest thing to the owner. You should have been like, hey, Kevin, I know you want to play, but to us, you ain't ready. You're not ready. You are not yeah. ready. And uh, I don't know if any of y'all follow, you know, Kendrick Perkins, but when the injury happened, he he was on Twitter. He was he was upset because he said he had personally talked to to Kevin and told him he shouldn't play if he wasn't a hundred percent. And he said he felt like the Warriors staff pressured you know, was, him. Behind, was behind him playing anyway. Right at the end of the day, that team, that Warriors team, is still good enough to be an NBA champion. I just feel like. They put more chips in the Boogie Cousins situation. Well, but like I said, man, I'm just so disappointed in that because Boogie Cousins come back his first game back from the quad injury. He played six minutes. They limited him big time. Limited, Mark. Limited. 
Like, limited. KD played six minutes in the first quarter. <laughs> he, no, he played. I, I, I don't, he played almost eight minutes of basketball. Right, and they wasn't. They had no inclination that they was going to take him out at any point in time. Right, because he, he, he was rolling though. He was cooking. Right, I'll give them that. But I always feel like, I always feel like, with that, with with what Kevin did, see Kershaw to be, you know what? Hey, we're gonna put you on the minutes restriction like we did Boogie. We're gonna say you're gonna go for the first three or four minutes and see can you give it a go. You let us know because the first thing I looked at, we they they took him out the game in late in the first quarter. The first thing the trainers that the training staff did, they came back with two packs of ice. And they came back with the ace bandage and wrapped it up. I said, all right, that's the worst thing you can do. He already played on he already played basketball, right, Marcus? Right. The, the tendon was worn. They sit him down. They wrap it up with ice to cool it off. He get back out there and play. It's kind of stiff. He ruptured it. <laughs> oh, is it so, is it official? He officially they announced that? They're not gonna officially say it, but deep down inside, <laughs> I believe I believe it is torn. When I go back and look at the video and I see it. When I first seen it happen, I seen the cab muscle jump up and came down, and that little tendon down there, past the cab muscle, start moving. I said, "He's gonna be done, man. He's gonna be out for the season. He's gonna be out for next season." Right. And at the end of the day, now I understand what Kawhi Leonard is doing. I understand why LeBron James need that extra week to go on vacation during the middle of the season. Only you, as a player, know your body. It's the same way with me when I play pickup basketball at the rec. I know I only can go about seven to eight games. That's all you need. You talk about guys, right? You talk about guys that's going out here getting paid millions and millions of dollars, laying their body on the laying their body out there on the ground, sac- football too, get, like sacrificing their bodies for some hardware, for some hardware to be a champion. So you can't. Nobody can never tell me that Kevin Durant's not a tough dude. You can't never. But the people I should be questions is that Golden State Warriors medical staff in the organization or the NBA. Let's be fact. Nobody wanna talk about the NBA. The NBA right, could have made you, that call. Adam Sears said, you know what? We gotta play. We can't we can't go this far in the NBA finals without seeing Kevin Durant. Our viewers are already taking the hit. So you right. so that they jeopardize Right. They jeopardized Kevin Durant's future. That, that, that type of injury right there has sent football players down, NFL NFL football players, college football players, uh, NBA, college basketball players. That has set players like that. And a retired. They play no more. It's not the same. You, I right. hope they retire. That's a retired injury. they had to retire because he had to get one of those, I think. Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon, um, Isaiah Thomas. Dominique Wilkins wanted to say he wanted to highlight no more. He became a low light. He wanted flying through the gym. Right. Kobe even, Bryant. Even Bunch. Just that same warrior. Right. Yeah, this is ironic, right? Yeah, that injury is like a, a two like if you do come back, it's like a two year injury. Like you miss all one season. Right. And then like when you do come back, like we seen with Boogie, you're not the same. Right. And I, and I didn't think about who want to win the game. And I just thought about it. Look, man, the game is not the same because I knew that if Kevin Durant would have been fully 100% healthy coming back from injury like that, 
the way he was shooting that ball, man, he was on his way to score a 40. Right. Easy. Like, uh, Easy. Like in his sleep, he could have did it. <laughs> they couldn't guard him. They couldn't guard him. Like, he don't, like, I, like, some people call him, I call him the Slim Reaper. Because when he's out there, he's soul snatching. He's literally soul snatching. When he's on, he's on. And the, the way he was, the way the team was clicking, everybody was getting their shots. The team was hot. So you look right. at, like you said, Marcus, don't be 11 points. Don't be 11 points that Kevin Durant scored last night was the reason why they won. Point blank, period. Right. They don't get, I said, if he even stepped, if he stepped on the floor, they would win the game. Right. It gave the team some morale. Right. I just hope and pray that, that Kevin Durant come back next year when we decide to come back. I want to see a stronger, faster Kevin Durant because, you know, that that particular injury, you lose your speed. You lose a step. Yep. And, 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 and the way Kevin Durant is built, he's built wiry. So I know he's going to come back stronger in the process the grind going through that is going to be more mental. Just ask, like you said, just ask a couple of guys who tore ACLs, man. That is no fun. Got to learn how to use that foot again. Uh, it's a whole – understand, man, people just like – people just look at basketball players as just basketball players. No, these guys have families. They got lives. They, they do other stuff too besides play basketball. So, I, so, piggy, so what I'm saying, I want to piggyback on this. When the fans was booing, Booing him when he uh, got injured. I look at it as where it's like, Rob, really, Toronto? Y'all really booing him? Or was y'all, oh, not booing him, was y'all cheering for Kevin Durant? Or was y'all cheering for him when he got injured? Or was y'all cheering that he threw the ball away and Serge Ibaka picked the, picked the ball up for, passed the ball up for a layup? Right, so, it was a little blurry there for a second, what they was actually cheering for. Right. You know, I, I know when it happened, I was like, you know, I don't want the Warriors to win just personally. Right. But I, I didn't want him to get hurt. Like, I, I actually was interested in seeing him pull it off. Like, let's see if he can, you know, bring them back from that 3-1. Like, that would have been good basketball. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, because he, he was on his way. He right. was on his way. It was, it, to me, I thought the table, the way the series is going 3-1, I thought it was going to be set up just perfect. So when Kevin Durant do come back from that injury, he got a chance to make his own history. Because that team has faced... Kevin Durant has faced three one before. Steph Curry has faced a three one before in the same season. Right. <laughs> so you're looking at at what this team, what they're going to do? Because Kevon Looney got hurt again. He's out. He's out now. Good. After what happened with KD, they ain't gonna chance bringing him back either. Even if he right. do go through the extra loops that he did, you know, to get back on the floor and you know, getting that second opinion. I don't think the I think the Warriors are gonna be extra careful from here on out. Or any I of just, their players. I just feel like they protected Boogie more than they protected the real acts, the access player, as in Kevin Durant. Right. I didn't feel like they protected him well enough. So he can go out there and play. See, all right, Kevin, that's enough, man. We've seen enough. Shut him down. Let him sit. You can do the same thing with him. Four, four game six. All right. Go play you 10 minutes. Shut him down. That you enough or give him enough rest out there, he can play, he gets repetition in. Then when the season over, he can go through a procedure where he can get better. That's, I just feel like it was just too much for Kevin Durant. I think he I think he was trying to prove something to somebody out there. He had to prove nothing to no damn to no damn body at all. You got your two final MVPs, you're an NBA champion, you got you some scoring titles, you ain't got nothing to prove. 
You some people say it's like it was selfish. Wait, some people say that they feel like Kevin Durant was being selfish. He's not being selfish. When you're a competitor, you want to win. And somebody said, "Hey Dante, let's go outside and have a spitting contest. We spit the farthest. You better, be, you better believe I want to spit further than you. Because at the end <laughs> of the day, you want to win. Nope. Like I keep telling people, if you show me some losers, I can show you ten winners. If somebody can show me one loser, show I can show you ten winners. Can't nobody watch this earth and show me a loser? Because nobody wants to lose. And I just feel like Bob Myers, the GM of the Golden State Warriors, set that team up to lose like that, man." That right there was poor management of a GM. Just poor. Anybody else would say, you know what? I wouldn't do it, Kevin. Cavs string, that will arguably lead to a, 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 torn, a, a torn Achilles. All right. So, Steve Kerr, that's bad on your behalf because you could have said it. You the guy. You got the cards the team. All right. <laughs> I'm going to sit my ace down, but I got to ride my deuce and my joker. You still had your deuce and your joker out there. Steph Curry's your joker. You still had your deuce and Clay Thompson. He didn't do that. He rolled with the ace. And your ace is out. So now, going back to the table to the drawing board, playing spades, it's still us versus them because they still up three books and two books. <laughs> so, so you're talking about they're going to be thin with no Kevin Durant, no no Kevon Looney. That means the next man up have to step up. I don't trust Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell goes to sleep on defense. There have been plenty of times that he went to sleep on defense. He doesn't follow the ball. He follows the players. Keep your eye on the ball when you in that 3-2 defense because he was getting lost like big balls and spaghetti sauce. Like, didn't see him. He's playing, to, he's, playing his, he's, playing his, he's playing his back towards the basket. He's getting lost. So Marcus, when you look at when you when you watched this game last night, besides the Kevin Durant injury, uh, what is, what was the high that you take away from both teams? Uh, it was the high. Who was the high? Hmm. Now I'm gonna. Am I some plays, right? Uh-huh. Right. I felt like well, let me go back to the beginning. Early, so when Kevin Durant got hurt, I felt like Boogie Cousins was really trying to play Superman. He had like nine points in ten minutes, so he was trying to save the day. And in some ways, he did. In some ways, he did save the day. Right. But late in that game, I felt like he was doing everything in his power to to blow it. He had the movement screen, which I've never seen called before. Right. He had he had both goaltends. He had an offensive and defensive goaltend, like right. within a span of two minutes. Right. And then um, they had that that turnover, like that backcourt, like another thing I've never seen in a intense finals game. Like, yeah, Draymond's backcourt. Backcourt, right? backcourt yeah. violation. So I felt yeah. like Demarcus Cousins. In a way, he he was help, hurt more than he was helping. Like in the beginning, he was very helpful, but in, yeah. in that last the closeout, he almost lost the finals for him. Like right. him by himself. <laughs> right, he's gonna he's gonna, he's really about to put the the rabbit out the hat to Houdini. <laughs> but all right, I would say my high of the game was. 
Well, Kawhi Leonard won the 10 over run. That was a high. They finally got it going. The low of the game was when Nick Nurse called that timeout when, oh, when Kawhi Leonard was on the 10-0 run. That was the low. Why would you call a timeout so Golden State can set up in their defense? That team was a little bit winded. You was up 103. They had him on a rope. 97. You come out that timeout. Kyle Lowry. What is you doing throwing the ball from one side, from the from the one side of the wing to the other side to Mark Gasol, which was not capable to catch the ball at the top of the paint? His speed is negative <laughs> thirty. Who was yeah. able to catch? I mean, that was terrible. I mean, that timeout. I mean, when I was watching it live, real time, I felt like Kyle Lowry wanted the timeout. I'm not sure. But it looked like he was, you know, signaling to the bench like that he was either winded or – I felt like he called that timeout. I blame – like, uh, in the moment, you know, I was like, he, I don't know what he's doing, but I blame Nick Nurse. But then after, as I looked at it again this morning because I recorded the game, I, I think Kyle Lowry wanted that timeout. Nick Nurse probably ain't going to blame Kyle for it, but I think that Kyle Lowry needed that timeout. I think he was winded. I looked at it. I looked at the one turnover. The Kyler he had another one in the stretch. The way he threw that ball, he short armed. He threw it with the hand that gave him the most problem with the tape on it. I think that is that his right hand, his right hand, his shooting hand. So he throws the ball with his shooting hand, which he knows is already messed up, and the ball didn't go nowhere. It's like the game was almost thrown away because this game had a momentum change like I never seen before. All right, this team come up, we're gonna stop. They score. This team come up, we're gonna stop. They score. So that was one of the lows. The other, the other high for me was the 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 high for me was when Steph hit a three to tie the game up. Then then Clay Thompson come out here three to actually take the lead, and they come and Kawhi come down and drill one in. All right. So the low was of the game where. I can, you can live with Draymond and you can hate Draymond at the same time because he almost threw the game away. Him picking up meaningful, meaningless technical fouls will always come hurt him. Because every right. time you look at it now, if you pick up a little technical foul, it's automatic one-game suspension. Right. Always, I tell people this all the time. We, we talk about it all the time on this podcast, Mark. Why are you arguing with the referee? Play your game. The referee can't see everything. He, he should have been tossed. The referee, the referee actually swallowed his whistle on that one. He could have got tossed because at first they said if you hand wave at the referee, that's an automatic technical foul. That's what, that's what they say in the handbook. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. <laughs> but when he did it, he walked away and did it, but he turned around looking at him again and waved him. So they swallowed the whistle. I thought Iggy, 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 had a high, Iggy hit a big three. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at this team, the Kevin Durant, back to KD, the Kevin Durant. His emotions rubbed up on the players. Steph Curry was probably, at the end of the game, Steph Curry was so, was emotional. It's very rare you see starters in the middle of a game walk their guy back to the locker room, Iggy and Steph Curry. So much class for those. They walked him back there. They had to walk him back there. Let's let you know that that team is way bigger than basketball. But for the fans to be born like that, shame on you guys. To- yeah, that karma may come back, uh, because they should have won that game. But- the Toronto Raptors should be the NBA final champ. Right. But now, you know, it, the momentum is shifting to, towards the towards the Warriors. You know, they got that good karma, you know, from the fans booing. Mm-hmm. You know, now they got this, let's do it for Kev 
thing, you know, because Kevin Durant is officially out. Right. So now they got something to play for. Right. When, you, when a team playing for something, it's kind of hard to be the team that's playing for something. Right. But, but at the end of the day, I'm still sticking with my pick. I still said the Raptors was in six. I know people was laughing at me because most people were saying Warriors in seven, Warriors in six, Warriors in five. I'm still sticking with my guns. I'm still going to say the Raptors. I feel like they can pull it off. I still don't trust the Warriors bench. The Warriors bench is not deep enough to hang with Toronto. Um, I think Danny Green is due for a big game. Danny, mm-hmm. Danny Green didn't even throw a rocket like they told him to. That's how bad he was. Marcus um, but you still need Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Marcus, when Kyle Lowry is wide open, and he, had, he, he beat Draymond Green to dribble, that was his moment to actually take the shot. Kyle Lowry passed a lot of wide open shots now. I know mm-hmm. we know that you've been having some bad off nights and shooting in these playoffs. But sometimes it just takes one shot to go, you see, to go in and catch fire. I thought he had the ultimate, ultimate right setup. You had Draymond on you, and you passed the shot up and passed the ball. Like I said, man, I know people don't like Draymond Green, but man, if we can get that guy in hand clap, I would because that, that guy was guarding damn near three people at the top of the key. So when I watched that, y'all watched the game again this morning. I said. This guy sat back and watched and guarded three guys at the top of the key. Unbelievable. And Draymond and Draymond Green is that dude. So Marcus, so now we can actually talk about the game. First quarter, we say KD was on fire. He was on to greatness. Second mm-hmm. quarter, when he got hurt, I feel like after the first quarter, I would have shut him down because he was giving you signs that the that he couldn't go anymore. Your body, your body tells you you can't go no more. He sit down with ice. On the on his Achilles, not on the cap most of the Achilles. They let you know that didn't feel right. It was the uh, and typically what you know once you come off the court, you supposed to do you know like the you supposed to heat, keep it warm, keep it uh, you know so it won't stiffen up because once you put that ice on it, it cools down, start to stiff up, and then you got to get all warm, get warmed up again. That's why you right. see a lot of guys who have leg injuries. When they come out of the game, they get on the mm-hmm. bike to stay warm. The, right. 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 They came out and put the ice on him, and then they tried to, you know, wrap him up, heat him up. I'm like, yeah, he ain't really all there. And, right. like, it's not going to be good for him. Like, he's either going uh, to start stinking, stinking it up. You know, right. his legs ain't going to be under him under his jump shot. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, with the worst case scenario, which happened, he got hurt. Right, but, but like I said, going for fifty. <laughs> right, in the first quarter, which I thought was key, Kevin Durant opened the game up. He just hitting the first two three point. That was key. I said, "Oh, dude was on fire." First and foremost, then I look at what Marcus All was getting. Marcus All gave him ten points in the first quarter. That was huge. Kyle Lowry was disappointed. He picked up two quick fouls. He could not be picking up quick fouls, man. Sometimes. You can't be. He, he do one thing about Kyle Lowry. He he do a lot of hand checking. So a lot of fouls he create on his own. Kawhi Leonard has six points with his three rebounds and three assists. So you're looking at what what the Raptors is on, what they was doing. They 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 lost the first quarter thirty four twenty eight. But you, I always tell people the way you start your first quarter dictate what you do in the third quarter. And they actually showed up. 
what the Warriors did in the third quarter. They they, they rely on the third quarter. Like you said before, Marcus, when the third quarter comes, you think that's a whole new five. It's really the same dudes. They just they just know when to turn the switch up because they know most – I'm going to tell you what teams mess with the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors does this. It's the same thing the Bulls used to do. The great teams that Steve Kerr the same thing the Bulls used to do, the same thing the San Antonio Spurs used to do when they won their championship runs. Most teams that they play that come out in the third quarter, they know they're going to come out sluggish. What do the Golden State Warriors do when they first come out there? They're going to make you work on defense. They're going to score. So, they, so you know, if we got you beat on defense, you ain't got nothing to do. So we're going to score. And that's what they do. They turn up the intensity. Most guys come back from halftime, still in halftime mode. Yeah, they might be out there, but physically, the spirit is still in the locker room eating bananas for the potassium, so they won't catch it. <laughs> right, right, right. So they own you mentally. They got you mentally. Because everybody know that avalanche is coming. And, and teams got to be prepared for it. Teams say they prepare for it. I don't see it. Because most teams come out their third quarters to start the third quarter off at halftime. They want to shoot threes with the Golden State Warriors. That's not that's not your part. You can't shoot a team like that. You can't you can't come with your BB gun and think you're going about to put out some cannons. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. This team is built for that, and they play defense. Some people tell me they don't play defense. I tell them you're wrong. That Golden State Warriors play defense, even though Toronto is the is the best defensive team in the league and and so far in the playoffs, which would hold the teams down to 99 points per game. I'm still it still baffles me that. That the Toronto Raptors still can't get over a hundred over hundred and nine points. It's like a sticking point. It's like a mental block. They get there and then think just like yesterday. They get there and then start coming apart. I mean, Kawhi Leonard did the closest thing I've seen since Jordan in a minute. He said, right. "I'm taking a game over. We about to win this shit." Right. He goes like on a twelve zero run by himself. Right. Puts them in the league by like six points, and then they, you know they got close to that hundred point, you know that hundred nine marker. Things fell apart. Right. So I look at us where now, you know, you know I do the donut guy, but I'm not gonna get Iggy the donut guy. <laughs> Up to the halftime, I look with I see what the Golden State Warriors are doing. I guess nobody else in the world in the country people because nobody's not talking about this on TV. They said hi. I'm hearing how Iggy need to step it up. When I sat down and watched that game, the way the Warriors were scoring was Steph, Clay, and Kevin. I said, okay, I see what Dre- I see what, uh, what Iggy doing. It's the same thing he did to LeBron James back in 2015. Iggy like, I ain't got to score. I'm about to go out there and play flat-out defense on your, be- on your best of, uh, offensive player, which is Kawhi. I'm going to contain him. He had him contained. But yeah, he Iggy, did in that first half. Mm-hmm. He had him contained. Kyle Lowry, you got to become a scorer. Uh, Danny Green, you're going to have to score. Mark Gasol, you're going to come out that paint. you got to beat us. The only way y'all going to beat us is if we let Kawhi go off. And they want to let Kawhi just go straight into the paint like that. You know, went, Kawhi didn't start going into the paint late into the third quarter when there's no Kevin Durant and Boogie's out there. And Boogie's still on restricted minutes. All right. But Kevin Durant should have been on restricted minutes. I'm not calling Kevin Durant selfish because people keep calling him selfish. They keep pissing me off. He's not selfish. He's a competitor. Competitors, competitors are not selfish. They compete. They win. Right. Those same like, people would have been giving him, you know, saying he didn't want to play. Like he was hurting his team's being selfish by not playing. 
It's the world that we live live in. I got a I got a I got in my garage. I got this Kevin Durant USA poster. The poster on the top of Kevin Durant says, "Make the legacy your own." He's making his own legacy. He's going out there. He want to win a championship ring. An ultimate competitor don't care how what type of injuries they in because football players all the time. You see football players out there playing, still playing football with concussions. They still out there with, with cast on playing football. They still out there with broken ribs still playing football. Why? They are competitors. All they do is win. So you can't never argue the competitor inside of these players. That's why they're on the next level of the best players in the world. You know what I'm saying, Mark? For sure. I mean, that's all Kevin Durant. I mean, this is the same guy that went from playground to playground one summer, from the Rucker to, I think he played somewhere in the DMV, playing right. basketball. Like, so if he's doing that where there's no stakes involved, you know, it's just no money, no nothing. Mm-hmm. What makes you think when a, in a finals game where he has the opportunity to take his team, get him over the hump, take him to the, you know, get him. A... Exactly. Like, even, I'm, I'm guessing the, the medical staff say, you know, it wasn't really a risk of him, you know, further damaging him. You know, we turn, we see that was wrong, but. I'm sure he got enough information from the medical staff to, to make the decision he made. Right. You're saying, I thought it was going to be a Raptors-type game because they was down by the same way, being down at halftime by four in the last time. Now they was down by, I want to say, was it six points? 56 to 62. I said, this is a Raptors game. They can actually make moves because now Kawhi Leonard had 13 points, six boards, and five assists. Siakam had 10. Gasol only scored five more, just only extra five more points. And this in the in this um second quarter would go along with five rebounds. Danny Green had four points and three rebounds. Kyle Lowry had two blocks. I'll still be thinking like where's Kyle Lowry blocks be coming from? Because I don't be seeing none of his blocks. He had five assists to go along with five points. Baca was seven. I look at Iggy. Iggy played fourteen minutes with no points. And people I, and I circled Iggy's zero points because I was gonna I was gonna say he's gonna be a donut guy. And the reason I'm, I don't want to give him a donut guy, he scored he in the game with five points, people. His defense let alone goes underrated because you always see Draymond Green playing defense. Iggy plays Iggy plays really good on the ball defense that goes that goes unnoticed around the people on TV. He stick to his guy. He's a very smart guy. He picks up the he knows where's the ball going. He's another guy who can actually see a play development, see where it's going. So kudos to him. Kevin Durant at halftime still points was he was he still had eleven points and he don't even stolen from the game. Draymond Green as as um, Chauncey Billups called him Day-Day, he had four assists with going on with four boards and five points. Clay Thompson was Clay Thompson played tremendous. He had 12 points, but he's also four from 12. Steph Curry lit him up, 23 points, three from five from the three-point line. He was actually seven for 11 from the field. Now, what's hurt in Toronto is, we always say, Marcus, you live by the three. Die by the three. Dumb dudes in the first half shot 16% from the three-point line. They was two for thirteen. All the they had a lot of chances going to the basket, going to the hole. I feel like when they had to go to take words in the penalty, they didn't utilize the penalty to help them get back to the free throw line. They was they was selling too much. They was trying to win the game in the second quarter, trying to set themselves to win the game late in the fourth quarter. 
So that came back and hurt them. When you shoot 16% percent against a team that was shooting, uh, get, shooting a team that was shooting 52%, man, all bets is off. You're not beating the Golden State Warriors and they shoot north of 51% from the three-point line. Right. That's a given fact. And like, and the reason I'm, I'm about to bring up Iggy again, the finals MVP back in 2014, this game with four blocks. I always look at blocks is where you take points off the board, can't score, do something else. Kate, uh, Kevin, um, Draymond Green with his eight assists, 10 rebounds, and 10 points. What hurt them, they let y'all keep leaving Draymond Green open. Only right. a fool will leave. <laughs> only a fool will leave with a non-shooter over and over. Because guess what? Nine times out of ten, he's going to hit the shot that you don't want him to hit. And nine times out of ten, Draymond Green hit the shot that you do not want him to hit. And he starts smiling at you like, yo, y'all really left me open? He had to look on his face like, I got to hit one. Right. I'm good for at least one of these. Y'all do know that. He hit one. They want no junkie three. That thing hit nothing but net. It was straight cash. Steph Curry, 31 points. Steph Curry can Steph Curry can hurt you too because he get into a groove where he can just shoot from anywhere and he would shoot you out of the game. And they didn't need it. I just feel like Steph Curry when the game was when they, when the Warriors got the game at, at their hands, Steph Curry's always the he's at best when he when he's going to the basket. Because he can he can make some he can, he's a he's a he's a tough layup maker. So I always yeah, feel like yeah. he's at his best because when he's driving to the host, he still commands a double team. He can still swing it out to Clay. Right, yeah, he's an underrated uh, penetrator and finisher. Definitely is. Uh, Boogie Cousins, like I said, he come third quarter. He got a huge third quarter. He won the, I think he won the seven overall by himself, which set him up for the 14.6 rebounds. So the mm-hmm. Warriors can hurt you different ways. Now, when you look at what's going on, you know Kawhi just finished the game with 26, 12, and 6, 26 points, that is, and 12 rebounds and 6 assists. I you still we still haven't seen that one signature game where Kawhi Leonard score a healthy thirty four. We see when he scores thirty, and it, it, you didn't feel it. Like when Steph scores thirty, you feel it. Like you feel his you the team the opposing team feel his thirty. Like yo, we could not let him get hot. They building a wall on Kawhi Leonard. If the if the, if, if the Raptors are smart, they will build a wall early in the first quarter with the boxing one. Don't wait till right. the third or fourth quarter to come with the boxing one. Show the boxing one. Show the boxing one early so you know oh, they going to the boxing one. Because guess what? They're going to do a little something a little different. Then you, you show them to them like three or four times on a different series. Then you come back to your record defense and say, then you go back into it. You got to make the team out there on offense. Guess what the defense is doing? Because right. you can't give Steph that much room. And I was saying this too, Mark. If they want to stop Steph, when he go around these picks, why are they chasing around him? Why are they go under this? Why are you going around him? Cardinal saying. <laughs> you let him get to his spot. Go under. So if he go under, you right there. Because this Warrior team makes some bonehead turnovers. For sure. Like, they get real cute uh, late in the game sometimes. And, you know, fancy passes. Uh, Steph, Steph's handles get a little shaky when they, they put the pressure on him. And they start right. coughing up the ball. Right. A couple of passes last night, I, I thought they were throwing them to Drake on the sideline where the ball was ended up. <laughs> and you looking at this where, all right, I always say, if you want to be, if you, I'll, I'm keep saying it because I'm saying it so I'm blue in the face. If you want to be a team like the Golden State Warriors, 
when you get your lead, please. That's what Toronto did. They fell in love with the three-point. Go to the hole, beat them up in the inside. That's not their strongest part. Boogie still hurt. Andrew Bogan at the same Andrew, the Andrew Bogan. He's he 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 lost about about seventeen percent of his speed. So he's not the fastest laterally. Get to the cup. Expose them. They're right. not playing bully basketball. Now, if you had somebody like a Milwaukee Bucks down there, then you know Brooke Lopez started hitting the threes. But they're gonna find somebody to score on the inside. We know Joel and B is gonna find somebody to score on the inside. Beat them up because you got to find their their weakness. Always been a big man. This team hasn't had a real true big man. I would say since since David West because David West can do everything. He can he can go right. inside and bang, but they don't have no bangers. Everybody are finessers. And Kevon Looney's going to hurt you always on the rebounding, and he's going to score. So going to this game six in Oracle, the NBA said we cannot let the Raptors win in Toronto. We got to go back to, to Oklahoma. I mean, Oakland. I'm, gonna say, I'm sorry, Oklahoma. Y'all off the play. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all, y'all been thunderstruck. Y'all been thunderstruck already. Right, no already. Um, <laughs> you're back in the Bay Area. Don't they gotta see that stadium one more time because they're going to a new stadium next year. So, like I said, you can't spell Oracle at the end without Cleveland. Three one. <laughs> and on that on that note, folks, thoughts and prayers go out to Kevin Durant. Come get ready for, for fast sure. and speedy recovery. Come back like none other. Kevin Wayne Durant. <laughs> the Slim Reaper was about to snatch the soul. From them Raptors. And until next time, folks, it's After Hours Live for the Man Cave. This is your host, Tay Wiggs. This is your co-host, Mark Senior. We out of here. Peace. Yay! Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man, Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener. And subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page. That's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave. And click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace.